Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. I thank you for joining me here on another week. This is Track Stars Month. The whole month of February, we've been interviewing folks from Track Stars, which is a wonderful, wonderful Christian media company determined to bring high quality godly content to the mainstream so if you've missed it the first week we had mr ryan righteous uh last week we talked to mr sean grant this week we have mr Derek myers jr to talk about videography and cinematography so it's uh it's, it's been wonderful so far it's been a great experience and we're going to keep the the momentum going forward before we get into the interview this week uh first of all i want to apologize my voice is a little raspy i've been sick Anybody in North Carolina, if you are aware, we are pretty much under an epidemic of uh, of some pretty serious uh, sickness going around right now. So I apologize ahead of time. Hard to catch my breath, but I wanted to get this podcast out to you. So if you'll forgive me this week, I'd really appreciate it. But um, anyway, before we get started, I do want to thank our patrons, uh, Mr. Aaron Simpkins at TrueStrengthApparel.com. Go check him out. He has been supporting the show for several months now. As soon as I started the patron campaign, he jumped on board immediately. So I really want to thank him for doing that, and I really, really appreciate it. And then I also want to thank our newest patron of the show, Mr. WordPress Stan. You can find him over at WPStan.com. Again, that's WPStan.com. The links to their websites will be provided to you in the actual description of the show. So if you're on you know, SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, you see the description of the show. The links will be provided so you can go straight to the websites and check them out. Now, um, WordPress Stan is actually, uh, WordPress is a it's a format of a way of building a website. So he does a lot of that. And he, al- he also provides security, different measures like that. And if you don't know, I actually did interviews with both of these gentlemen. So you can go back into the, um, the previous shows and you can find the WordPress Stan or the Aaron Simpkins interviews. So anyway, um, before we get into uh, into it, I do want to let you know that uh, Derek Meyer Jr. is he's uh, you know a, a newly found brother of mine that I just kind of met not too long ago as a part of the Track Stars team, and uh, it's been great getting to know him. So I wanted to sit down with him because videography and cinematography is really important. I mean, the thing about the videos and pictures is that's, that's it's a really important marketing tool. If, if you have anything online, you want to make sure that if you're doing video marketing and you're doing any kind of video clips at all, you want to know what you're doing. You want to have the right, you know, cameras and all that good stuff. And we talk about that in this interview. And um, he points out a bunch of different things that I didn't know. So I learned a lot as I normally do with these interviews. And that's kind of the purpose is to help those who are getting started to understand some of the basic things and getting started. So um, anyway... My voice is running kind of short here, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into the interview here with Mr. Derek Myers Jr. All righty, welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you for joining us for another interview. And uh, today's interview is going to be a little bit different. We're going to be talking about some technical things when it comes to video and all of that good stuff. I have uh, a buddy of mine I've just become friends with over the past few months. His name is uh, Derek Meyer Jr. He is the um, he doesn't like titles, but he is the, the founder of Second Gen Studios. You can check it out at secondgenstudios.com. And he's probably the most knowledgeable person that I know of when it comes to videography 
and anything to do with video recording. And it's very important when it comes to uh, promoting anything online. So I wanted to sit down with him and kind of pick his brain and knowledge about that. So how you doing, Mr. Derek? Doing well, man. How you doing? Doing all right. It's good uh, to have you on the show. Appreciate it, man. This is uh, this is interesting. This is my um, I've never done this before, so that, <laughs> this is the first time. <laughs> yeah, man. I, it's funny because like most people I'm talking to uh, that has uh, been on the show, I think Aaron Simpkins, Sean, uh, Sean hasn't really been interviewed as well oh. either. And so oh, I had, wow, really? I, I had Sean on here. I had Ryan up here. So a lot of people have, especially people who have interviewed other people. Yeah. Like turning yeah. that table. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's very interesting. Yeah, Outside man. of getting a job, I've never been interviewed before. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I could hire you. Well, I might be able to hire you to do some work for me. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, if you would, man, I, I would love to know what it is that got you into uh, into being a videographer and what kind of led you up? What was your first experiences doing things like that? And pretty much, you know, what led you up to what you're doing today? Matt, actually, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a weird uh, path that I took toward getting to video. I um I actually I was more so into drawing when I was a kid, and um, that was actually something that I wanted to do um, growing up was just somehow do something in art, and I actually went to the, the Art Institute of Atlanta for I think about like two three years, and um, uh, my first quarter there I actually majored in animation, and uh, the the love of drawing actually just got sucked out of me being in that uh in that that major for only three months wow and i got tired of it i I got (laughs) tired of it but i knew i wanted to be in film so um i i started looking around a little bit and actually learning um about videography i i'll tell you what movie actually got me uh started uh to really get interested in videography was the matrix the matrix trilogy was what really jump-started my uh my love for videography and, Why is um, that? I I saw um, a, an extra um, an episode of some some I think Entertainment Tonight. They had some type of um, behind the scenes extra footage of the Matrix Reloaded um, when Trinity was falling out of the building and shooting um, one of the agents. Uh-huh. They showed the the green screen and how they used this uh, this trolley type uh, this, um, contraption where. They would just pulled her back, and you know she's sitting there and shooting the guns and everything like that, and uh, that that really piqued my interest. I got mad because I didn't want to know how it was made, but I I was really intrigued because of how intricate it was to make such a scene. So just drawing off of that, when I left the animation of film film um, major, I went into to looking into film uh, videography, and I haven't turned back. That was about seven years ago now. So. Wow. It's just something I've always been intrigued with. And actually, I'll tell you another story. When I was a kid, I, my dad had, a, um, had a, a camcorder. And I used to put that camcorder up on the tripod uh, that we had. And I would just film different things. Like um, I, I, had a, I had a bunk bed in my room. And I had a basketball hoop on my closet door across the room. And I loved Michael Jordan as a kid. So I tried to do the, uh, the jump man pose in midair so I, I i recorded it i framed it perfectly and <laughs> i jumped from the the ladder of my bunk bed across my room and made the slam dunk doing the jump man pose and that was another that was another <laughs> nice. reason why i was so intrigued by videography is how you know just 
plugging everything in and learning how to record and all that. And that was back on VHS. So now it's, it's, it's just an SD card and, and you got it. And it's, it's real intriguing, real intriguing. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm noticing there's a lot of people who are trying to use video. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot more YouTubers now. There's a lot more people who are doing Facebook videos, whether it's uh, Facebook Live, Periscope, Twitter Live, Instagram Live, Instagram, yeah. all of these, all of these different things that you're um, that that we're all seeing all over the place. Yeah. So why do you think that video has become a huge part of everything we do, especially in promotion and mm -hmm. advertising and marketing? What is it about video that 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 you feel really pulls out uh, our attention, like aside I from everything else? I'll tell you what I think the um, the video aspect of as far as like Instagram and uh, Snapchat, I think the reason why those are so intriguing is because it allows you to be in the here and now. Like you can include people that are across the world in on what you're doing, and it it, it helps uh, as far as promotion uh, goes. Um, you know, if you like, for instance, uh, Kevin Hart um, did promotion with Snapchat for his last film, and he utilized it with live videos and all that, even with Facebook Live and stuff like that. It's, it's different. Um, I'm not really into it, honestly, um, just because I'm a private person. But it's different. It, it's, it's actually a really good way to, to get people to, um, to see what you're doing and be involved with what you're doing. And I, I, from that perspective, I like it. Um, but as far as... Um, technology goes with with phones i'm not really into i'm not too <laughs> into it because it, it kind of cheapens the uh, gotcha. to me it cheapens the 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 art of what i do um the profession in which we're in is 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 very um is very intricate and very um you you learn a lot along the way and for someone to just take the iphone and 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 put it on a tripod and and do what we do is is kind of i it hurts because the video quality is so good but it hurts because <laughs> it's like man like i'm over here busting my butt right, on, right. On doing all this stuff and you can just take your $300 phone and you're good and it's like ah oh, well okay so you have to teach people you have to teach your clients on why they need you so i have to actually sell myself a little gotcha. more with with my clients and 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 they can see the difference between um my 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 product and someone else's product is it's not to me it's, it's not a, a hard sale at all okay so yeah. what are some of the challenges like with, with with cell phone recording um what are some of the challenges that that you see people encountering because i know there are some mm -hmm. uh like for example i mean you know just as you said i use my iphone 6 for my uh -huh. recording for uh for doing uh, video stream for the Solomon's Porch podcast that I do, as well as I yeah, do yeah. Short, I'm starting to do short videos now as a yeah. part of the business with the Bordeaux brand. Mm -hmm. But like my wife, she has, I think it's a Canon. Now we went yeah. to a local, um, a trade Smart lady. store. We, we went there and she wanted to get a professional quality camera. Yeah. Now as professional, I mean, it was $300 secondhand, mm -hmm. which to me that's is, a bad. that's a lot of money for a camera. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so she's learning. She wants to take some classes and things like that for, for doing film on on her camera. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, as she's been doing that, taking pictures and stuff, she mm -hmm. would go back and use her cell phone sometimes when it's easy access, yeah. which is the reason why cell phones have become huge with taking pictures. 
Yeah. And when she's comparing them, she'll tell me, she'll say, wow, it's, it's amazing how much better the quality is on my camera than my cell phone. Yeah. And so do yeah. you think, do you, is it just a matter of having experience with the two different cameras? I think, I think it is the experience. Um, but I'll tell you one reason why is, um, is, is better to use a, a DSLR camera versus um, your phone um, when now, you're trying can, to do professional. What does DSLR mean? Because I'll be honest, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, my wife says it all the time, and I'm like, I just roll with it. Yeah, I mean, so it's, a DSLR camera is more so of a, of, as a handheld camera. Um, okay. it's, it's what you're going to see... Um, as far as uh, people, actually, we use it uh, for reality shows um, with um, on TV for for different stuff uh, like that. But it really just it's a digital single lens reflex. So there's different. Um, it's some most cameras like that are actually really easy to use. I prefer Canon um, because that's what I learned on. Right. Um, but you know, you have Nikon, you have Sony, um, you have other other. Um, other brands that are, are just as good. Um, it just really depends on your preference. Like I was uh, telling someone the other day um, that the the reason why I prefer Canon is because not just because I learned on it, but because the controls on that camera are mainly on the right side of the body, and you learn the the the, the menu and stuff like that. It's really easy to navigate through that. Um, switching over to Nikon, I would have to learn, you know, different things and get used gotcha. to it being on the left side of the body and just just different things like that but it's it's interesting it's really interesting i i would say the reason why the 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 camera itself the dslr camera is a little uh is better uh, as far as quality goes is because you can control a lot more on that camera in order to to um to get a better picture you can't really control too much with a phone um as far as the lens goes because it's just the little buttons you have on there um and you can throw filters up but <laughs> it, uh, everybody that, loves filters everybody, everybody loves, loves the filters. filters i can't get into yeah. the filters man i, I like <laughs> shooting natural i can't do the, 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 the filters but um yeah it's it's those are the controls that i would say that is just um really the main difference the i will say cell phone cameras have come a long way they they now shoot like the iphone 7 shoots like great quality i think i think uh it's 4k on that one i have i'm not too sure but that quality of picture on that camera phone is amazing, right. but it's to me it's just not great. It's not great. It's not, it's not like top notch. It's not top notch. It's not professional. I I, I wouldn't be able to um to I don't think I'd be taken seriously if I go to a uh, to a client and I show them that I have a cell phone to record on. And it's not to yeah. knock anybody that that does it, but. I can't do it because I, I I have too much respect for cinematography to just use a phone. But I've seen commercials shot on it, and I honestly couldn't tell you the difference uh, between a cell phone and an and a actual DSLR camera. I, I think Porsche – it was either Porsche or Audi that did a commercial. Uh, iPhone shot a commercial um, uh, off the phone. It is is interesting. It's very interesting. I just wouldn't. Right be able to do it i i'm just not i'm just well, you, you never see a professional videographer or a photographer show yeah. up to any kind of a shoot with just their yeah. cell phone yeah and that's another thing like photography i love 
I'm almost more in love with photography than I am with cinematography, honestly. Um, but I can't take pictures on my cell phone. Like I, I, I just can't take them and actually post it as if it, <laughs> I, I can't. I've done right. it a couple of times. I have actually done it, but I, I can't make it a, a common practice to do that. But it, it is, it has come a long way. Um, you will more likely see the uh, another generation of cell phone cameras come out where the the quality is amazing. But it's just to me, you just can't compare because you don't have as much control setting aperture and iris and stuff like that. You just can't. You can't really do all that. So it's 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 interesting. I will say that it's very interesting, and, and I applaud them for them being able to do that. But I think for someone to learn, you right. know, how to frame different pictures and stuff like that, that's easy. That that actually be a good um, exercise in order to teach people how to frame their scenes and stuff like that is using the cell phone. That would okay. be a real good tool. Um, but in order to really really get with it, you would have to use a DSLR or a DV cam or something like that and just get on it and really learn how to use those to um, to do the work like that. See, I feel like we need to have two different, like, I really feel like we need two shows. We need one mm -hmm. for people who just want to do what is, what they need to have done, the basics for yeah. doing video. Mm -hmm. And then we need another show to go through the specifics with those who are really trying to learn videography. Yeah. Cause yeah, I feel like, yeah. I feel like <laughs> the way my questions are going to go are probably uh, different from how my wife's questions would go. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> I need her here with me, but we'd probably have like a three hour podcast in that. Oh in yeah. That kind that, of setting. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right. So lighting, I know lighting is an issue and I, I currently have the issue too. I have, I have a, a tall lamp. And I have a desk lamp and I have my regular light and I've been told to close my curtains Yes. in my office. So yes. if you would talk a little bit about the difference of natural light versus artificial light, if there's different kinds of artificial light, we should really be gearing towards what is the specialty about lighting? Cause I know that's, that's probably one of the biggest things I'll see from videographers or photographers mm -hmm. is them trying to get the lighting right. And I know it's very important. And mm -hmm. something that Sean Grant told me whenever I was trying to do an interview with a KJ52 a while back, which mm -hmm. was my very first interview. Um, and uh, I know I didn't have the lighting looking all that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you would explain for us, kind of break down the difference in artificial and natural lighting. Mm -hmm. um, and what are the important things that people need to keep in mind when they're trying to get started in videography or photography? Okay. Um, the difference with artificial light and, uh, and natural light. Natural light, you cannot control. That's not that, that's just out of your hands. Um, it's definitely something that's great artistically. Um, I love shooting in natural light, honestly, as far as, you know, going outside and, and, and working with what nature is, is providing with you, uh, providing you. Um, but with artificial light, you have control of, of everything. You can, you can make it as bright or as dim as you want it or need it. Um, uh, it's, 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 it's really, it's really nice. It's really nice to work with. I actually, um, like Sean and I, uh, were looking at lights here for the studio and, um, you know, we, we, we have these, these, uh, lights, you've been in here before, so you know, the lights that we had and the, the lamps we have in here. Yeah. Um, I wasn't too fond of them, uh, uh, coming in here, but we started looking at different lights to use because, um, we needed to be able to figure out what we could do to um, 
to control the the environment a little bit better. And we right. have these uh, LED uh, panel lights now. They're they're probably about like maybe ten inches long, um, but the light is so intense that you can make it really intense. You can make it uh, really um, really uh, a dim if you need it to be. It's really something you can control real nice, um, and and they don't get hot. I like them. I like those lights a lot better than than um, than these the lamps that we have in here. But we have other lights that are in the other studio as well um, that were that are great to work with too. Um, but yeah, man, I I, I think the um, the 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 use of being able to use artificial lights in studios um, they help with with videography and with photography um, because you're able to control the scene. You can. It's almost like um, when, when you're drawing. If you if you see an artist um, drawing a picture, he can draw um, the picture and have the the figure in the picture have as much shadow cast on the right side of the face or left side of the face or or just as bright as he wants it just by shading. And that's basically how I look at the framing of my of my um, my video or my photography is just how it was when I was drawing, you know, as a kid. And try and figure out where I want the light to to be exposed, where I want it to be, you know, less uh, less um, more, you know, more dark and more um, shadows over in, in a specific area, something like that. You can control that. You can't really control that in, in in natural light, and that's really the main difference. And it really depends on on the 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 photographer or the videographer, um, their style. There are different styles that you have. Um, one thing that my one of my teachers, um, I think my my first cinematography teacher um, taught me was learn the rules of cinematography so you can break them. You have to you can break all the rules that you want, but you have to learn the rules from the beginning so that you know what you need to do. What when huh. you're breaking those rules, how is it going to look? You That's can control it. Yeah. You so, so is, so is breaking the rules just to kind of figure out your style? Is that the yeah. reason for it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have different styles, um, whether it's based off cinematography or where, whether it's based off lighting, you have different styles. Um, you know, a Michael Bay movie just based off the trailer. You don't even have to see Michael Bay's name on the, on the, on the, uh, the trailer because you know what Michael Bay's style looks like. You've That's seen true. all its transformer movies, yeah. you know, uh, Spike Lee is the same way. You 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 know Spike Lee based off of a lot of his shots, his cinematography. You know you've seen where that it's just that um, the extreme close up and the camera is really just you know shaking along with the the person and stuff like that. You have different styles. J.J. Um, uh, Abrams is another one. He used to, he likes to use uh, lens flares with his movies. So you'll see in um, different all of his movies like you know Star Trek and stuff like that where he has a lens flare on stream lens flares on his movies. Um, yeah, there, there are there are rules that you can break um, uh, to 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 incorporate your specific style to it, but you have to learn the rules first, and you have to abide by those rules first in order to, um, you know, mainly show your appreciation and to really um, uh, to learn what it is that you can get from cinematography and photography. Then you can break the rules and create your style. And gotcha. yeah, that's that's the main thing. So real quick, going back to lights, are there certain types of bulbs that people should buy? Is there any kind of strategic method in lighting when it comes to bulbs or or maybe even, uh, what were they called, reflectors that you put behind mm -hmm. the light? Uh, is that what they're called? Or shields? Um, or? 
you talking about? I'm completely uh, ignorant of this. <laughs> like, like whenever you walk into like a like a photo session, normally uh, they'll have the light facing towards. Look, it looks like a reflective, like a shade. Oh, you're talking. Uh, I think you're talking about the um. Dang, I'm blanking out right now. I know. I think I know what you're talking about. There, I will say um, that the. There's not really a specific type of light bulb that you need to use. Um, I think it's more so based upon preference. Okay. I prefer to not work with lights that are extremely hot. That's why I like LED lights. LED lights are they last a little longer too. Um, they're 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 lighter, so it's not too much to carry. Um, at least not that much you know that that much weight on you. Um, that's my preference. Now I can work with regular industry lights. Um, there's just they're just more of a hassle. Gotcha. Um, I wouldn't say that there's a specific type of bulb that you need to go get. I would say do your research and see what it is that fits you more so as a uh, as a cinematographer or photographer, what you like. Um, but yeah, you can work with what you have um, and and build out from there. Um, yeah, like I, I bought a cheap light kit um, probably about like two years ago, and I was working with that light kit as much as possible and learning what I could do, um, with it and how to place it. There are different, um, um, uh, lights that I would use as far as, um, brightness and intensity, stuff like that. You can, you can play around with it to see what fits your liking and develop your style from that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really interesting cause you have a lot of freedom with it. It's just that you, like I said before, you have to learn the basics first in order to be able to to um, to get to that point, but it's it's interesting. I like it. I like it. I like being able to do that. Gotcha. Now yeah. another question, and this is going to be for curiosity for me too. So the background okay. behind me is okay. mostly white. Now I've yeah. been debating whether mm-hmm. or not one. I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't have a whole bunch of stuff on my wall, like okay. posters or whatever. Now, uh-huh. but the, the main question I want to ask is, I see a lot of different videos, and a lot of people have a plain white background. Mm-hmm. Some people have a plain black background. Mm-hmm. Are there pros and cons to having either one? Is there one that you feel like would be better, more beneficial? So I'll say this. It depends on clothing because based off like the shirt you're wearing, um, it's a darker shirt. Right. So I would definitely put you in front of a white background. Okay. So you pop because um, I wouldn't want your shirt to blend into the black backdrop. Uh, now <laughs> right, that's true. I have a, I have a black jacket, but you see, I, this is more so of a white backdrop that I have. I pop out on, right. you, on the screen. So it's, I would say more so based upon what you're wearing, uh, dictates what backdrop you need to have. Um, outside of that, play around and, and have fun and see what it is you like. Yeah. Gotcha. Cause that, that's, that's definitely something that, um, that you can use to, to develop a style too. whatever, whatever you, you have right there. Okay. So for anybody who is wanting to go out and start doing videography, photography, or mm-hmm. if they're just wanting to record like for somebody like myself, mm-hmm. uh, my wife already didn't have a camera and I'll be honest, I have no idea what kind of camera it is. <laughs> she knows I don't. So yeah, yeah. if I were to go out and buy a camera today and wanted to get started mm-hmm. in videography and I didn't have a huge bank, right? what would you suggest that people go out and what what type of camera, what style of camera, what should they ask for when they enter into the photography section of their local 
story. I w- I'll say this. Um, if you can't afford to get a camera, um, start saving money up. Um, About what how you much? Can't do, my camera that I bought was 1000 and okay. it was only 1000 because it was a kit. It had the body, it had two different lenses, and it came with the bag. So, you know, it, you know, and the batteries and chargers and stuff like that. So, I think it really depends. Um, you can actually find uh, cameras uh, like like mine. You can find those on eBay for different prices. I wouldn't suggest getting a refurbished one, um, just because I don't like doing refurbished technology in general. I I, I stay away from that. I always try to get um, new, or um, or, you know, slightly used if I'm doing anything used. But I've never bought anything used. I've always bought everything new. Um, but I will say, keep in mind that you're going to probably need to save um, probably around $1,000. Um, just, just in order to get everything you need to get. Um, I would say do that. But in the meantime, while you're saving, you can always go and rent a camera. You can rent a camera, um, depends on the, the place you go to, depends on the, the, the model you, you choose. Um, but you can always rent a camera for about you know a couple of days um, and just go out and shoot. Familiarize yourself with the camera. It's almost like going to a gun range. If you're okay. going to go to a, uh, you want to learn how to shoot a gun, you have to go to the gun range. You know, you, uh, you can select the gun and, you know, get familiar with how the gun um, reacts when you when you pull the trigger and stuff like that, how you react to the gun itself. So I would say rent a camera, familiarize, familiarize yourself with the camera and the different functions, um, go on YouTube and, 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 and learn from people. Because I'll actually tell you this, most of the thing, most of the stuff that I know, I learned off YouTube. I think that's I, true for anybody yeah, <laughs> in today's I, I, time. Yeah. Yeah. I went to school, but I, for a video, I did not, I, I stayed at our institute, I would say two years. Okay. Um, I didn't do, I didn't do that long at all. I, I, I actually learned most of the stuff. I took one editing course at our institute and everything that I know as far as editing is concerned. I learned either from from uh, YouTube or people that I know that just taught me along the way um, with, with different functions of Final Cut Pro or Adobe Premiere. Um, those different programs, I just learned along the way. So, yeah, it's definitely YouTube is definitely a great um, a, a great place and a great resource to, to learn um, a lot of the stuff that you would need to learn as far as shooting, um, as, as far as the functions of the camera, as far as um, – um, how you need to hold the camera, just just different things like that. So it's a great training ground for you. Okay, I would so definitely suggest that. You were mentioning uh, Adobe Premiere and the different software programs. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest somebody get started with program wise at editing video or, or photography? Um, now, if you could, if you could think of the maybe the top one that you that you know is free, and then maybe one that is not free but is. Uh, would be good for somebody to get started with. If you have a, a MacBook, iMovie is definitely one that um, you can learn off of. Is is it comes with the MacBook, so you can right. learn how to use how to edit. You can familiarize yourself with different functions of the um, of the program like that. 
Um, outside of iMovie, I'm not too familiar with any other um, free programs. I would say um, like Adobe has a, a free trial that you can run. So you can actually download uh, Premiere Pro for I think about 30 days or so, and you can just play around with it and see you know, if you like it. Um, I like Adobe Premiere Pro because it's so precise, but I will say that my my favorite is Final Cut Pro 10 because I can actually um, uh, do different things uh, with that that I can't do with Premiere Pro at all. Like okay. as far as syncing up the audio to the video, it's so much easier in Final Cut Pro. It's just literally you can just sync. You can just hit a, bunk, a button that says sync audio. Wow. So it, it saves I, a lot of time. It saves a lot of time. Yeah, gotcha. I don't have to sit there and try to play around with it and see. You know, there's there's different techniques on syncing sound, but that function of Final Cut Pro 10 allows me to edit a lot faster. So I get a lot more done uh, with the same time that that I would have if if I don't use that. So that's that's my favorite program right there. And um, I would say, I'm not sure if they have a, a demo uh, for that uh, program, but I would say if you don't have it. Because I think Premiere, no, no, I think um, Final Cut Pro is about, it runs a couple of hundred, I think. Okay. I would say save your money and go on YouTube and learn. Just watch videos on how to edit and different functions of the software, stuff like that, so that when you get it, you're good to go. And you can, you can, you can Google while you're you know, on your phone and, and, um, and edit at the same time. I used to do that when I was first learning how to edit. You know, it's just different things like that. I would say it's definitely a really good, uh, really good start on that. But I mean, even find someone that has uh, Final Cut Pro 10 or Adobe Premiere and ask them if you can, uh, you know, just run it and 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 test it out yourself. You know, that's that's another option too. Um, but there's there's a lot of stuff you can do uh, as far as editing is concerned, and I would definitely say look for it. Definitely go for it and, and see what you can do. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So you do some of the track stars videos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Video I actually, editing? yeah, I took over, um, uh, the video editing, I think probably in July, June or okay. July. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how long does it take you normally to get a video from, from its raw footage to edit it? Would you say? Um, depends on the, the, um, the length of the video itself. Like okay. what the, the final product has to be, um, that would dictate the, the length of time that I spend on the project. Um, for example, with track stars, uh, we have segments that are run about 22 to 25 minutes long. And what I generally do is, like I said, I sync everything up. Um, I put all the, the headers onto it. And, um, then from that point, I just cut. And it'll take me, I would say, you know, um, probably about like two hours just to be able to, you know, finesse and um, get everything right where I want it. And then it's just exporting and uploading. Um, it really just depends on when I get the audio, when I get the videos, and then I can turn around and, and do it like that. So, Gotcha. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know um, you know, barely doing some uh some very basic stuff to uh -huh. to show my the the patrons for the show mm -hmm. and when i first sat down with iMovie i had no guidance whatever and um and with everything i'm trying to do it was like going to youtube and finding good videos 
Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the hard thing about YouTube is there's 5 million videos on how to use iMovie. Yeah. Yeah. Even some of the top ones still have some, some negative aspects to it. I learned that you have to be real specific with what you're, um, you're researching on how to do. Right. You have to be almost really, really specific so you can get those top videos to pop up to show you what you need to do. Because it's it's really um, it's really hard to um, to go through all those videos to find what you need to to find in order to learn it and then go and do it. Um, that's the most tedious part about doing that. But yeah, being real specific when you're researching that. Yeah, for sure. Because it uh, <laughs> it it took me a while just to figure out how to start editing uh, for a new movie as opposed to I didn't know what I opened it up. Yeah, and I uploaded a a video, and I was like, "What am I looking at?" Yeah, so yeah. I'm, you know, I'm very, 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 very basic beginner. And anybody watching it or see the videos would know that. For yeah, sure. Yeah, and yeah. so you gotta start somewhere, though, man. It's... Yeah, man. So, um, so real quick, uh, you know, just want to give uh, Second Gen Studios a plug. What is it that that you're able to do for people, even if they don't live uh, close to you? Oh um, man. I know you just started. Uh, you know, you, you just got the, uh, the 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 site up and going, and you're you're starting to do some work now. So, for somebody like myself who might need to get some video editing done, what is it that that you're able to do for folks out there who may not have time to do editing, and um and is looking for for someone to do that for them? Um, if, if I would say if um someone that's not in the Georgia Atlanta area, um or Atlanta Georgia area, I would say, um. Dropbox is really a really good convenient way to upload your videos and um, and audio to to share with someone that would be able to edit it for you. Um, I've always been of the mindset that I'm not um, I'm I'm always willing to travel anywhere that I need to go in order right. to to shoot for someone. Um, it's just that. I need people to to pay <laughs> for me. <laughs> you got to reimburse. You got you got to yeah. do that. You got to reimbursements that. that have to take place. Yeah, and I I think a lot of people are. Um, I, that's one thing that that I've I've encountered um, doing this um, over the last seven years is really interesting that to see how people, you know, they want quality work but don't want to pay for it. So. Um, gotcha. That's one thing that that you have to battle when you're doing stuff like this, especially if you're doing freelance work. It's not fun at all. Um, but but the grind teaches you a lot yeah. and teaches you how to actually market yourself a little better and um, and just work with people that are like minded so that you can you can all help each other to get to that specific goal. And that's one one uh, thing that that really uh, intrigued me about Trackstars was that you know both Ryan and Sean they wanted to know what my goal was as, uh, uh, you know, being in uh, production, you know, doing video, doing photography, doing editing, what were my goals and what they could do to help me get there. And, you know, me being able to do the videos for track stars, me being able to edit for track stars, um, has opened up some doors for me to be able to, to do more, you know, even with helping with track stars itself. Um, you know, we're actually about to launch, um, uh, in in 2017, uh, at the top of the year, to be able to do uh, podcast productions. Nice. 
And, you know, that's something that, that we, uh, Trey, um, our audio engineer here at Trackstars, he and I have been uh, sitting down and uh, going over and developing that, that whole idea on how we can help people with, with their podcasts. So, you know, anywhere between, you know, just recording the audio or um, doing the audio as well as recording the video so that, you know, they can have segments that are posted up on YouTube. Um, we can do that. Um, you know, we're even doing something where uh, people that want to have a YouTube channel, they can come to us and, and we can uh, record the videos for them and even, uh, you know, record it, edit, and also throw up on the YouTube if they want us to do that as well. So it, it, there's a lot of stuff that we're doing here that that that's, you know, that's really big. And, and you know, Trackstar's studio itself is really about to do a lot more and um you know you guys will be seeing that a lot more in, in at the top of the year oh yeah i can't wait for that yeah yeah so yeah i'm, <laughs> so, I'm excited about that something you mentioned real quick that, that i wanted to touch on before we uh ended the interview is you mentioned youtube and yeah. how important would you say it is now i i, I think it's almost mandatory Mm. How important would you say it is for people to have videos to put on YouTube to to promote a business and to really get a reach uh, for an audience? Oh, man, as far as marketing your your, your business, it, it it helps. It is. I'll say this. If um, if you really want to have people buy into what you're doing. It, it helps to have video. Gotcha. It, 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 even if you post it on YouTube or Vimeo or, or something like that, um, or you know Daily Motion or something, it, you need to have video. You need to have video so people can actually you know see because we're we're more visual than we are anything else. So visuals help to to get people to understand what it is you're doing a lot more than you just being able to tell them. So it, it is very important um, to be able to, to post that up and, um, you know, get people to interact with it either on social media or in um, word by mouth and stuff like that. That helps. That really does help. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I want to say I think that's it, man. I don't want to say. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, I, there's there's many, many roads that we can travel when talking about video, and I'm sure uh, you wouldn't mind trying traveling down to either one of those definitely, so, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, man. man we we really appreciate uh you taking the time to go over some of this stuff um some stuff i can personally use for sure uh, a lot of the stuff oh, yeah. is very yeah. applicable for the for those yeah. who are trying to get into the video game so uh, real quick uh where can people find you at if you would just give your quick plugs oh man uh oh social media um what Instagram? I'm uh, Derek Myers Jr. Um, I think it's Derek Myers Jr. I don't even know anymore. I think it's and this Derek, Derek with D E R R I C K. Yeah, the right yeah. way to spell it: D E R R I C K <laughs> underscore M Y E R S. Uh, okay. Yeah, Junior J R. Uh, that's my Instagram. That's my personal Instagram. Um, for my business, Instagram would be underscore number two N D. Um, G E N studios. So that's okay. second gen studios. Um, and, and from there, you know, you can see me, you can find me on, on Facebook same way. It's just uh, second gen studios. Uh, it's just Derek Myers jr. So yeah, those are, those are the more, I don't do anything, but like, uh, with like Snapchat or anything, I, I can't get into that. So no so. Snapchat for you, man. 
there is actually one out there because um, someone that I liked wanted me to have one, and I just <laughs> created it because of that. But um, I didn't even use it, honestly. I just. Oh man. <laughs> I, and man, I'm <laughs> trying to learn myself. I'm trying to learn it, myself. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I, my brother, um, he he's a celebrity barber. He told me that um, it's a good tool to have uh, as right. far as Snapchat to be able to inter, uh, interact with people. And yeah, you know, I, I see it on on, on uh, Instagram now, but I, I can't get into it. I just can't get into the live video like that because I'm <laughs> such a perfectionist with video. Right. So I don't, there's I don't there's like not to mess so up. much editing you could do on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I just don't like messing up with video. So that's that's my main thing about it. All right. Yeah. Well, man. like I said, man, we appreciate you taking the time to hang out. Uh, appreciate uh, you on, for having me, man. Here on the Business with Bordeaux podcast, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back soon, man. Yeah, just let me know. Yeah, man. So uh, anyway, we appreciate it. God bless, sir. You too, bro. All righty. That was the interview with Mr. Derek Myers Jr. And uh, again, I want to thank him for taking the time to be on the show and sharing his knowledge of videography and photography because they're really, really important things to consider whenever you're doing an online business. Because everything you do is online, it's in front of people's eyes, and you can't always stand in front of them. And so with the um, with e-commerce rising and e-business rising, you need to kind of know uh, at least the basics of these ideas of making sure you have the right video equipment and the right uh, photography, lighting, and all that stuff. So I want to thank him again for doing that and, uh, and sitting down with us. And next week, we're going to have Mr. Ernest Ricks. He is also from Trackstars. You may know him as Rickson Series, also a music artist. But we talk about education and what's the best way to make education work for you as you're prepping yourself to go out into your career field. Because it's super, super important and just getting a degree is not good enough. So, uh, And then we also pulled out some wonderful uh, thoughts from his trip over to India, which he kind of shared some uh, a little bit of story behind that. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. But before we go, I want to thank our patrons, Aaron Simpkins from TrueStrengthApparel.com. You need to go check out some of their clothing materials. They got a new line uh, coming out for women. So it's going to be really exciting for um, any ladies out there who might be listening. You know, go check them out. Support good Christian quality businesses. And also, I want to thank uh, WordPress Stan over at WPStan.com for for helping out the show and for being a patron and providing some uh, monthly financial help as well as uh, anybody out there who might want to do so as well. So, you know, if you're you needing to get a website built or finding some security for your WordPress website, you know, WP stands the man to go to. But um, if you want to become a patron and support the show uh, on a monthly basis financially, then you can go to businesswithbordeaux.com and there are some uh, links there provided. There's a, I think there's a, you can get to the contact link or the support page and you know it'll be uh, it'll send you straight over to the patron Patreon page where you can do that. And plus, all of my uh, my written blog content is there, and all of my podcasts are there as well. If you're wanting to go back and look through anything else that I had uh, previously recorded, and don't forget to also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or follow me on SoundCloud. That way, every week you can get the brand new episode that pops up, and you won't have to go searching for it. So, you know, if you want to do that, that'd be great. And if you if you want to, uh, you can leave a review as well, and uh, that helps to let me know what I need to improve on on the show, and whether this uh, content and material is bringing some kind of value to you. And give me an honest star rating. Uh, don't just give me a five star. 
I want it to be honest. If it is five star, great. But uh, if not, be honest with me. Uh, I like constructive criticism. And on that note, we'll go ahead and end the show off. I want to thank you for lending me your ears for another week here on the Business with Bordeaux podcast. And I hope you and your business are continuing to find success and being able to grow in a healthy way. And so, yeah, once again, thank you and God bless.